You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Kalman, and this is a bonus skate podcast on uh, Sunday, September 15th. I hesitate to call this an emergency podcast because I had planned on recording something today. Figured I'd go over the three days of training camp the Bruins have had so far, tell you who I think looks good, looks bad, all that good stuff, the great line matchups, all the things you're dying to hear about. But instead, we had breaking news today, Charlie McAvoy agreeing to a new three-year contract with the Bruins, AAV, $4.9 million, a team-friendly and player-friendly contract. And uh, you'll hear all the ramifications of this deal in the interview I did today with Dale Arnold. It just happened that uh, WEI's midday host and Nesson's pre- and post-game host, Dale Arnold, was at practice today, so I caught him, caught up with him. We uh, recorded a little reaction to the McAvoy deal, and uh, here it is. So this worked out pretty well. I mean, I guess uh, you tweeted yesterday you were coming to practice today. You must have known something was up. Charlie McAvoy was going to sign, and you could be here for it. But uh, <laughs> you can tell the public now you knew this was going to happen, right? I'd like to tell the public I knew. I had a feeling that it was real close. Uh-huh. Um, the indications were that once the Zach Warensky deal got done, you could see the dominoes sort of falling into place. I had a feeling he'd be, you know, back on the ice here within the next day or two. Obviously, today he's got to do medicals and all that other stuff, but right. you'll see him out there skating soon. Yeah. What was your initial reaction when you heard what the uh, details were? Once I, I got the details of the contract, the first thing that jumped out at me was the AAV, mm-hmm. 4.9, which kind of falls into line with the way Don Sweeney's been able to do business here. You sure. know, deals with Pasternak and some of these other guys where the AAVs are probably a little lower than you expected. But if you go a little deeper dive, you look at the $7.3 million, which is the qualifying base in year three. That's where you're going to be starting at for his next contract. This is the bridge deal. There's something in it for him, but there's certainly something in it for the Bruins. Right. And, you know, you save save yourself in two ways. One is you have that... AAV where he can he can uh, you know that's where your starting point but also he could just sign that qualifying offer this could turn into a four-year deal and then you put put off another year what your negotiation is it, we don't know where the Carlo deal is going to land we don't know next year with the Brusque or with crew we don't know what the cap will look like in, in three years the, he might just wind up where he comes back for seven million more and at that point he'll probably be really underpaid yeah I have a feeling for all these guys Warensky now with with McAvoy you're never going to see them get to the ends of these deals uh, I don't think that's the, the plan for anybody. I, I don't think that's the plan of the player. It's not the plan uh, of the organization. It's just a question of when they extend it. Is it as simple as the qualifying offer? 
I think it's more likely that it'll be a long-term deal, which will be that that big long-term contract that is almost like your last big deal. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking before about the, the AAV being lower and how this is Don Sweetie's business, but there's, there's a lot of to like in this for McAvoy. I mean, yeah. it's not just $4.9 million over three years. It's that qualifying offer at the end that makes sure he's going to make at least that in his next contract. It's also the signing bonuses. There are $2.5 million in signing bonuses due the next two years, which, you know, don't want to mention this, but would lead up to the end of the CBA if they opt out. And so he'll get that money regardless of what happens in these in these CBA negotiations. And that's a huge sign to me that ownership is committed because I don't think in the past ownership necessarily would have agreed to give him this extra cash at the risk that he wouldn't be playing. And I think that's a huge sign of them committing to this player and giving Don Sweeney the flexibility that he needs. Yeah, Warinsky doesn't have the same lockout insurance right. that McAvoy does. Exactly. Uh, you know, he knows that no matter what happens with the CBA, he's going to get paid for the next couple of years. Like, frankly, I don't think either of the two sides are dumb enough to blow this thing up again. Right. And it may be that Warensky and his representation have just said, look, it doesn't matter. We're not going to be stupid enough to shut this league down again. I think ultimately the new CBA, or, or at least the extension of the current CBA, will get done. But I think your point about the, uh, the commitment to, of ownership is valid. They're going to pay this guy, even if there isn't hockey, which is an important step forward. I, I won't tie it into the fact that Jeremy Jacobs has signed over ownership yeah, right. of the team to the kids and all that stuff, but it does kind of indicate a sea change here. Exactly. I mean, it's a far cry from 15 years ago when they didn't pay anyone and had no team when they came back from the lockout. I just want to get to one more point about this deal. I think there, there's a, a, a gambling aspect on the McAvoy side a little bit to say that in three years, he's going to continue to develop and be this number one defenseman that we all think he can be. Clearly, he could have really maybe pushed the issue, got the Proveroff deal, which was $6.5 million over six years. I mean, he'll probably end up being underpaid by the end of that, but he got the security of knowing he's a, a physical defenseman, a, a number one for the Flyers, and a, a McAvoy-type player for them, and he knows that no matter what, he's going to get through there, and he's, he's got a ton of signing bonuses as well that give him lockout protection, but I guess maybe Charlie McAvoy is really thinking big here, not or he's thinking small anything. He's thinking he wants to be on a winning team, which this will this AAV will allow them to do. But it's also allowing him to maybe cash in at the end of this and really prove that he's a number one. And, and who knows, maybe push nine, ten million at some point. And to take your point one step further, it's it's an even bigger gamble on his part if you consider the injury history right. here. Uh, you know, he's had some issues staying on the ice. You know, he's had concussion issues. He's had a, several different things go wrong here. What he's counting on is that he'll be healthy for most of this three-year deal and thus make the next deal, you know, obviously infinitely more valuable. So he has taken a chance. The team has taken a bit of a chance. Look, this is win-win all the way around. This is good business by Don Sweeney. It's fair business for Charlie McAvoy. There are protections for him involved in this contract as well. And in return, he gives the team room to do some further business. My guess is... You'll see Brandon Carlo signed within the next 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. I mean, do you think so? Now, now that we have this AAV, we have the length. Where would you, where would you see Carlo falling in as far as AAV and and for length? Because in my opinion, if I'm Brandon Carlo, I want the longer one, even if it's a lower AAV. The way he plays. He is maybe more apt to be injured because he's such a target, because he's so big. You know, we've seen it so often with the years with McQuaid's and the Millers, the defensive defenseman that takes a, a bigger toll on them. I mean, where would you see him coming in? I'm going to guess here, and that's all I can do <laughs> is at this point, is, is you're looking at like four years with an AAV somewhere just south, just below four somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, You know, when you talk about injury history, I kind of take out broken ankles. I mean, those are things, you know, you can't can't mitigate against that. 
you know, the fact that he missed two years of playoffs because of those kind, kinds of injuries don't affect me at all. It's not like he's had a concussion history, an extensive concussion sure. history, or, you know, a, a missed lengths of time because of, you know, bad hamstrings or anything like that. I'm going to guess about a four-year deal just south of $4 million a year. He'll be fairly compensated. What it means is that for this team, you got your number one and probably number three or four defensemen, assuming this happens, locked up for the for the near future. Yeah. The reason I also say that Carlo should go for a longer deal is just because it, these defensive defensemen they never seem to increase in in value to, to teams anyway, as far as what they're paid. So you might as well just lock in at whatever the number is. You're not going to get a bigger one, as opposed to a McAvoy who's going to put up points and impress people. Oh, and and <laughs> but is he? Well, I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. I think it's fair to say he's been a, b- a bit of a disappointment offensively. Okay. Uh, I think the production is probably less than I would have expected. Uh, you know, Tory Krug is obviously an elite offensive defenseman in the National Hockey League, but I didn't think McAvoy was going to be far behind him. And, and I'd have to say, to this point, he's been a fair chunk behind him, and, and that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe with an increase in power play time, which will be determined by whether or not Tari Krug is still here, uh, that will probably be where most of the points come. But, you know, obviously, he's not going to be playing with Chara this whole time also. Right. Whether Z is here and playing with somebody else or when Zidane Chara retires, there'll be more freedom. There'll be more of a, a change in, in, the, in the style of play that McAvoy will have to play when he's not playing with, with Zidane Chara. And I think it'll come. And I think just his... his the, the way he's so dynamic on the ice, even if the points don't show up, people are going to want to cover this, this defense. Yeah. I think I could make an argument, though, that playing with Chara should have freed him up more mm-hmm. offensively than it has. You know, you've got the ultimate eraser. If you do make a mistake offensively, if you get caught in the offensive end, you've got that guy to back you up. So I, I might actually counter the yeah. other way, right. that playing with Chara should have given him more freedom, and I haven't seen it so far. Look, I right. think he's an elite defenseman. Yeah. He's the best defenseman on this team. He's now signed for the next three years, probably longer than that. Don't take this as a criticism. I just thought we'd see more offensively right. than we've seen so far. Yeah, and I think we have to also factor in the age here. He's 22 He's now. I mean, we don't know what this guy's really going to look like in three years. Clearly, especially the first two years, he was learning the game, you know, or the first year at least, um, learning the game, learning how to gain confidence, different things. That's, that, that, you know, Mick Collagio, a friend of both of ours, very insightful about the game. He made the point this week to me that the McAvoy injuries are somewhat tied into him just learning how to play when you have the puck that much you're a target you're getting hit yeah. and he just has to learn how to not take the, not take the hits head on not to get engaged in certain battles and and to you know be more of a, an elusive player and so that that'll probably pay off as well as he goes forward i think that's what the bruins right now are trying to do with andrews bjork they don't want him getting crushed along the boards every time he gets the puck so i think in the in the grand scheme of things the, the durability isn't going to be that big an issue and i think it's funny too that it was cam neely that brought up the durability issue so yeah, I think that was. I think if anyone knows about durability, it's Cam Neely. I also think that you know this kid's still maturing physically. Right. You, you pointed out he's only 22 years old, and I know that's you know, in technical age, that's an adult. But <laughs> as far as a physical professional athlete is concerned, he's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. Uh, you know, he's going to become more durable. Uh, I don't think he's done growing yet, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his his. Physical uh, development is still a, a work in progress here, and I think the Bruins will reap the benefits. Right, exactly. Well, Dell, I really appreciate this. is perfect timing that you were able to come here today, and we got this bonus skate pod in, your first skate pod experience. What was it like? It was intimidating, but well, I think I managed to survive it, and I'll just go back to doing radio with Keith now. All right, that's good. Hopefully we'll do more of these in the future. Thanks a lot. Okay, Matt.
So there you have it, uh, Dale Arnold and my reactions to the Charlie McAvoy contract and the ramifications, what it means for the Bruins, for McAvoy, for Brandon Carlo, and uh, everything going forward here. Um, I guess Ken and I will have to uh, go over what's been going on in training camp and in the first preseason game at least uh, when we give you another regular scheduled skate podcast on thursday as always you can uh, follow us on twitter at the skate pod you can subscribe on itunes stitcher go on the radio.com app and download all the episodes and uh, we'll catch you thursday